0: brothers podcast this is keenan joined by kyle kyle how you doing what's up
1: what's up i'm good i'm good let's get right into it we we're talking off mic before uh let's get right into it super bowl sunday we were just talking about how uh you know maybe if the ravens if they go for two or sorry if they go for the extra point instead of going for two and play for overtime in those games how maybe the Bengals don't even get here you know yeah. i was about to say how you know the Bengals, they have their warts as a Super Bowl team. They don't feel like a Super Bowl team to me at this moment. Like I'm still shocked. Here we are four days away. I'm still shocked that they're actually in the Super Bowl. Good team, don't get me wrong. Obviously a playoff team, but I'm still shocked that they're here. How they, do you feel? They feel
0: it's weird because they feel like the team, where it's like everything broke right for them. So mm-hmm. like it feels like it's hard. it's hard to pick them because when you look on paper, you're like, man, their team isn't. Up to, like, when you look on paper, their team isn't the Rams. Like, the Rams clearly on paper have a better team. But they also have that weird feeling to, like, they beat the Chiefs and they shouldn't have. They beat the Titans and they shouldn't have. It's like those kind of things. It almost feels like a meant-to-be kind of thing, but at the same time, logic would tell you completely differently. And you never know when logic is going to catch up to magic, in a sense, you know?
1: And logic would say... You know, the Bengals' weakness would be their offensive line. You know, obviously, they gave up, what, nine sacks of this Tennessee?
0: Yeah, they gave up nine sacks to Tennessee, and they're facing a better front.
1: <laughs> Tennessee loses that game. Chiefs, and the Tennessee really had no business losing that game. They should have just sat on the football, go down, and get a field goal, and they win. And uh, and also, the clutch play to get the Bengals even in that position, they're going one-on-one on Jamar Chase at the end of that game. You know, like, they, it just really felt like they gave – that last two minutes away right to the Bengals and then the Chiefs obviously at the end of the half we talked about this last week you know at the end of the half they're instead of taking the points Jesus Christ you know they fucking they run the clock out you know and then
0: yeah they, they run the go. little sweet pass to Tyree Kill. he doesn't get in like I that made no sense to me with five seconds left unbelievable with five seconds left if your first throw is an over the middle back end zone, you throw it, throw it away. You throw it away instantly. Like take the three
1: points and you're good.
0: Yeah, like because th- that was a complete momentum switch. And like everyone, even watching the game, you felt it. Like the Chiefs yeah, looked like flipped. the Chiefs looked like man, we missed one. The Bengals are like, we got one. <laughs> and you could tell coming straight out of the half because I mean the Chiefs didn't even go. I mean the Chiefs scored three points. From the second half, in the whole second half and overtime, Mahomes threw Ridiculous. two picks, played terrible. It's Worst half of football I've ever seen Mahomes play.
1: Ridiculous. Then that second and goal from the four, where Mahomes takes what like a twenty yard sack, basically yeah, running he, away, and he almost in another way, where she just throwing the ball away, almost fumbles. Third down takes another sack, I believe, and then they end up with a 44 yard field goal. Yeah,
0: yeah I was going to say he, they almost lost the game on the sack fumble. Like, they almost lost it, but Joe Tooney, shout out to New England, uh, landed on it. But, like, it, they almost lost the game there because Mahomes just lo- Mahomes looked flustered. He just. I don't want to. Go ahead. I was going to say Mahomes just looked flustered, and, like, it reminded you of Shades of this year at times. Like, after the the Packers game, he turned it around and he came back to what we expected from Mahomes through like a 10-game stretch. But like there was a five-game five stretch where you looked at him and he just looked timid. He was – all the plays that you he made early in his career where it was like the scramble drills and everything, instead of getting the balls bouncing his way, they were starting to not get his way. And it was almost like the first time the privileged kid gets told no. He doesn't know how to react. Not that Mahomes is privileged or anything like that. I'm just an example. Like, the first time that kind of kid gets told no, they don't know how to react to it. And so it was, like, the first time Mahomes really paid for, like, some of the carelessness that he had because his carelessness usually worked out for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, their defense coordinator had a great, great game. Oh, which yeah, for sure. 100%. had a great game plan. 100% great they came plan, in you
0: know? second half and they completely changed up everything. They did a really good they job. They
1: did what Belichick does and dropped everybody against Mahomes, which has historically gave him trouble. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You take away all of Tyreek Kill going over the top. Uh, you really leave him everything underneath, which is what he doesn't want. Uh, you know, you give him some running room, but really not. Really, if you got eight back there, you know what I mean? And then if you got a good pass rush on top of that, what are you going to do? But uh,
0: keep him in. You have to keep Mahomes in the pocket. Don't let him get outside. Make sure there's and make sure he can't sneak up through the pocket. So like the defensive tackle has to do their job. The ends have to keep him contained, and then just drop everyone back. And the second and like he gets it in his head, like he has two. He gets the three. He gets the four. And once he gets the four, and there's no reads open, he feels like he has to make magic. Whereas to someone like Tom Brady, which would make him, which makes him so great. And even Joe Burrow, you can see it. Is if they don't have it, they don't always try to make magic. If they have to, they will. But if they don't, they'll either check it down or they'll just throw it away. They'll they'll live to see another day. And Mahomes will take the carelessness, and he seems to be turning the he seems to be turning the ball over more as of late as of this year comparatively to before. With that,
1: I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Uh, you know, it's a great story that the Bengals here feels like. Feels like America is rooting for the Bengals to win, which yeah. is understandable. They're the underdogs. Uh I've seen, particularly on Instagram, like more than anything. I've seen like ninety percent of Joe Burrow content compared to anybody else on the Rams, compared to anybody. Like I've never seen I'm not sure if I've ever seen an athlete pushed like this, like out of the blue. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he was pretty popular coming out of LSU. Seems like he lost his steam after the tour in ACL as far as I guess, like, mainstream NFL, that
0: kind of thing. um, Because he was a rookie. He was playing well early, so, like, he kind of still had it. But when he got injured, he was out of sight, out of mind. And then Justin Herbert came through, and, like, everyone forgot that Burrow was a rookie quarterback. So, I mean, kind of to that. So, he basically, Herbert kind of just stole the show because he was the up-and-coming rookie. Like, oh, my God, we did not think he was going to be this good out the gate kind of thing
1: yeah i mean i've seen just scrolling through like i've seen a lot of just a lot of bro particularly from espn like they'll just like oh randomly i saw one clip today or one like little little uh post it was like the scariest players and it was like mass lebron it was i think Kobe buying his jersey and then i think like jordan giving a devil stare and then the fourth was A Joe Burrow selfie with LeBron James. You know what I mean? Like, or when he gets the LeBron James jersey as a kid, I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. You know what I mean? Like NBA post. Like, it's that kind of shit I've seen, which is pretty funny. But I've seen like overwhelming amount of that stuff compared to like maybe OBJ content or Stafford being his first Super Bowl because you know he's someone who might have a Hall of Fame case, especially if he wins this game. But uh, I
0: think even I'm, I think we even without a Super Bowl ring, you could talk about it. I think with a Super Bowl for ring, sure. and I think with a Super Bowl ring and two or three more years of excellence is like almost it's not a no brainer, but it's almost like the definitive, you know.
1: But how I feel going to this game, um, I just feel. Excuse me, sorry, I got distracted here. You're good. By the You're good. But uh, <laughs> I feel like Bengals have a poor offensive line. Mm-hmm. With the Rams' pass rush, with all that talent, mm-hmm. I feel like it kind of just stops short for the Bengals. Like, I feel like it'll be like last year, how the Chiefs had a weak offensive line. Bucks have a good pass rush. Bucks have a lot of talent all around. They can just get away. If it's a 10-point lead for the Rams, given this is the Rams who can cough up, I believe we've seen it to the Niners and stuff, but... The Rams get up ten, get up thirteen. I don't see it being cut to a one score game. As good as Burrow is, I think Burrow's great. I think Jamar Chase is great. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It feels like they really truly are fortunate and lucky to be here compared to the Rams who are built for this. They're literally built for this moment right here. And uh I tell you this, they better succeed. They're in their home city too. If they got a home Super Bowl in LA, they got Dre Snoop performing at halftime. It's all about LA and Eminem, of course, and Mary J, but you know, Dre and Snoop are going to be the main draw. Being in LA, Uh they did better you, did win. Did you mention better Kendrick? Win. Oh, and Kendrick too. What's well What, what I, was about what about I wasn't Kendrick? sure if
0: I wasn't sure if you mentioned Kendrick's name because Kendrick's I've been, in there too. Yeah,
1: absolutely. how did I forget Kendrick? I've been excited
0: you know? for this because I since that dropped and Kendrick Lamar's name was here, I just he's definitely to be dropping something yeah, around this like, time. Like I, I felt like on this Friday, like the Friday before the Super Bowl. A new song, a new something is coming out because he's Kendrick give us
1: like a three pack or something. Kendrick
0: know. doesn't come he's out of the woodworks for like he's so calculated, and not that this is coming out of the woodwork. This is Super Bowl in LA with Snoop Dre and like all like obviously like
1: and he's Dre's artist too. Yeah,
0: he's Dre's artist and he's like if you want to say the new you want to say the new West like he's the leader of the West right now because he's obviously the most relevant face in the new era, but. So you would you would think that he would use this opportunity of being on the biggest stage, one of the biggest stages in the entire world. That's obviously nationally televised. It's usually like top fifteen in ratings for the entire all television ratings. You would think he would use this opportunity to promote something
1: new. I hope Kendrick's almost. I agree with everything you're saying. Obviously, uh, Kendrick's a household name and artist, but. Feel like there's a new wave of west coast rappers i feel like he's a part of like the last generation like because he's been around now what at least 10 years 10 plus years
0: good kid mad so city like came out um 10 and a half years it came like october of 20 actually october 2012 so almost 10
1: and he was out for a good like three years before that we were here from
0: uh, yeah overly dedicated section 80 yeah so like i think oh Eight oh nine was when you first heard like his freestyles that he had and what he was starting to do with TDE.
1: It's crazy because it does not feel like it's been that long, but he really has been around for you know about twelve years now. That's wild.
0: Yeah, he's he's coming up on a five year anniversary of that. He's starting to get into Frank Ocean territory, and I don't like it. Huh. He's really, <laughs> he's really starting to get into Frank Ocean territory, and I'm not really for it. He needs to release something soon because I understand as great as his music is and I love it and it can stand the test of time, I would like something new. The last project that we know you obviously for was Damn, but really your last project, quote unquote, was the Black Panther stuff in January of 2018. I would like for that not to be the case here real soon. Browning her way
1: back to the game.
0: Yeah, sorry. I, I, as, <laughs> as I digress I think, on my, on my upset, me being upset with Kendrick. Go on.
1: I think my final score, actually, I know my final score will be thirty-one ten. Sorry, thirty-one twenty. Rams got the Rams winning. Wow, I, I want say. a better game, but I really, I, it just feels like it feels like Burrow and Chase will have their moments. The defense might even have an interception. They might cause a turnover. But I feel like it's going to be Rams all day. I don't know. Feels like it's been all Bengals, and the and the Rams are just going to show up and kind of light it up. Deep balls everywhere. Odell's going to light it up. I think he's going to chance at MVP. Uh, I hope. But I think it's Rams all day. I really do. I really do. And uh, like I said, if it's they get up ten at all, Cincinnati's in trouble. Where that might not be the case if you're a truly te- great team. I mean. If it sounds like I'm underestimating them, I am, which maybe I shouldn't because, hey, they made it here. But I don't know. That Rams team, when it's all clicking, that's scary. That really is. Stafford, Uh, Odell, Aaron Donald, who's probably the best player in the league, is the best player in the league. Uh, You know, that's something. And against a weak offensive line, look out. And Von Miller's been playing well down the stretch too. (laughs) It's going to be tough. Absolutely tough to beat.
0: I don't have it. I don't think a 10-point game is just over. I mean they were down twenty they were down twenty one to three to the
1: Chiefs. So I don't true. But they they fucked that up. The Chiefs should have never lost that game to begin with.
0: Yeah I mean yeah. I mean also I mean but I don't the Rams haven't been blowing anyone out. The Rams like and the Bengals don't get blown out. Like so I think this is naturally gonna be a close game. I have the Rams winning. I would like the Bengals to win. I have the Rams winning. I just don't see it being a, a <laughs> so blowout. Sore. I have it being like 31-27. Something along. I think cuz close it's, game. I have a close game. I don't like the Bengals haven't lost since like the Chargers week 11 and that was a weird game. That was the Chargers scored 24 and answered then the che- and then the Bengals scored 24 and answered and then the um Chargers scored like 17 on Anton. It was such a weird game. But that was the last time they've mm-hmm. actually had any kind of blowout. And obviously they beat the Chiefs twice.
1: They Yeah, they've had a couple blowout losses this year.
0: They had they only had two. They had that one against the Chargers and they had one against the Browns like week 8. I looked at the I saw their uh, schedule today. But I mean the Rams the
1: like they just have their warts. No, they they've, they've had they have
0: they got the Rams awards. have this year too. The Rams have lost I was gonna say the Rams have had their warts as well. I think the Rams are a better team. Like overall, I'm not trying to even make the case that the Bengals are a better team. They're not, but the Rams. I mean, they obviously had a huge lead on the Bucks, and they tried to give that one away. They were down 17 to seven to the 49ers going into the fourth quarter, and so like they're they're teams that they're a team that can get in their own way.
1: For sure, I And, agree I, with and that. I
0: think, and I think the Bengals are a team. The Bengals are not a team that lays down. Like they've proven it all. Like they come, they can, they can come back from deficits, and they ne- they have so much confidence in Joe Burrow, regardless of if you feel it's justified, not justified, that's too much, whatever. Their team has the ultimate confidence in Joe Burrow to where if they if they do get down twenty one to say seven. They're not going to look like it's, oh my God, this is an insurmountable lead. It's like a, okay, we have Joe Burrow. We just need to make one drive and make one play and we're back in it. So I don't, for that reason, I don't think that they're going to get blown out, but I don't, Mm -hmm. I naturally don't feel they will win, even though they have a feeling of a team that they have a weird feeling to them. Like they have a feeling of that almost Cinderella ish team. That could win it all, but logic—my uh, logic—is just hitting me too much on this one. So I have the Rams thirty-one twenty-seven.
1: I would agree with the Cinderella plot if they like. I mean, i saying they haven't found ways to win because they certainly have, but it really just feels like the Chiefs and the Titans gave those games away more than they should have. Granted, they capitalized, especially Burrow last week or sorry, two weeks ago, escaping on those third and longs to pick up the first downs. Like, of course, you earned it, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, they obviously like other, but I mean, Cinderella teams and other teams have to make mistakes. That's kind of like, for one. sure. But,
1: but these are those were two of the worst losses I've seen in, just in these playoffs. You know what I mean? I feel like they've been that way in both conferences all around, especially the last two weekends. But dude, I, I don't know. I just feel I mean, the Rams got lucky last week against two weeks
0: ago, two against the 49ers. They should have lost that game, personally. And they Tart had a interception drop into his lap, that gets caught and the game is essentially over.
1: That happens, but we've seen that but, I mean, yeah, I mean but, but we've also playoff game. I feel I just feel like the Chiefs rarely do you ever see a team on the three yard line not get any sort of score there at the end of the half and run out the clock or get a second and goal from the four at the end of the game and end up with a forty four yard field goal. Well, that's something you wouldn't even bet on that. Like you would never even that on those two particular plays. You know what I mean? Uh, and I just feel this Super Bowl really does remind me, A, of last year with the strength of the Bucks' defensive line versus the weakness of the Chiefs offensive line, as I said earlier. But also, like, the uh, the Broncos and Seahawks Super Bowl, where, yeah, the Broncos have a high-powered offense. Yeah, the Broncos have Dave Manning. But once that game got away, the Seahawks' talent just took over. Like, that team... Russell Wilson was the weak point and that team was unbelievably talented everywhere. Percy Harvin didn't even play most of that year and he took over that Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's diff- that kind of deal if uh, it gets up ten. That's all I'm saying.
0: The one difference is the Broncos got scared. I don't see the Bengals getting scared. The I don't Broncos, know if they got scared as, though, much the as the Broncos they got. did not want to run across oh. the middle. They uh, they like if you go they did not want to run across the middle. They could like Cam Chancellor and Earl Thomas were looming. Like, they, going across the middle was a problem. Things of that nature. like, like it was the, a problem
1: because the Seahawks were a problem. You feel me? Well, so well, I, that's well, how of course. I feel,
0: oh, of course That's they how I are. feel the
1: Rams can be. If they get up at all, they got the talent on that side of the ball with Aaron Donald, with Ramsey, with Von Miller. They oh. can just put it on you. That kind of thing. That's all I'm saying. Like, I get the angle where the Bengals can make it close, but there's also an angle here where the Rams, this game just gets away and the Rams run away with it. Like, it could be track meet. All fucking day. But we'll see. Like you said, the Rams do have a tendency to get in their own way at times. But, you know, their coach, maybe not their quarterback, but some of this defense have been in big games in the playoffs, have been to the Super Bowl, so they get the rhythm of the Super Bowl. The rhythm of the Super Bowl is a completely different game. So, you know, very interesting to see how the Bengals handle that. I hope it's a good game. I just, I I don't know. I, I feel like it gets away from a little bit.
0: I think it will be a good game. I do. I think it will be I a good game. Good and but. and uh, it all depends on also too, like what you really feel of Matt Stafford. And like and I'm not saying, and I'm not saying he's obviously he's not bad. Obviously he's a very very good quarterback, and he's been one forever. But he does obviously have tendencies to turn the ball over. He has been good these playoffs for sure. But this year he's even gone through stretches of where he just went a wall. Like he threw like four pick sixes in like six weeks, like he, and he definitely
1: it, didn't look definitely didn't look healthy in the center of the season either. Compared to now, he looks a little more healthy. He,
0: now. Yeah, like he like I was gonna say, and he's a gamer too. Like he that's one of the that's one of the like best qualities about him is he doesn't leave the game ever. So, which is I mean, which could be good and bad, but he was gonna fight through whatever injury, which is obviously a testament to how strong and the will of him, but. Obviously, he hasn't been on the stage either. I mean, obviously, there's people on the Rams that have been, like Aaron Donald, and then obviously Sean McVay has been there, so he can guide you more. So, but they ha- he hasn't been. Stafford hasn't been there. The lights could be different there too. So it's it's obviously up in the air. It's fifty. It's fifty fifty. But at the same, but I would say the Rams have the edge for sure. Who's your MVP? <sighs> My hope would be Odell. I don't think it will be, honestly. Who's winning MVP? Oh, God, I hadn't thought about this part yet. Because, honestly, going into this pod, I did not have a winner yet. Um, if I had to have an MVP, I think, I think if the Rams are to win, Aaron Donald's going to be the MVP. I think he's going to have... Like-
1: Two sacks and a forced fumble.
0: I could see him semi having a Von Miller 2015 game. Kind of like a a very pivotal sack fumble. Because, like, I could see, like, if you think kind of that game could semi be similar to that. Like a close game, but not a close game, if you know what I mean. If you remember Mm -hmm. that Super Bowl. So, like, I could see Aaron Donald, if the, say, the Bengals make it, like, 27. Yeah, that was that was a really weird one. The Bengals Forgetable. make it say like 27 to 20 and then Aaron Donald makes a huge play. I think probably two sacks, force fumble and yeah, probably two sacks of force fumble and a few tackles for losses and just puts his imprint on the game. I think he'll probably he'll be the difference maker. Obviously, I mean he's obviously arguably the best player in the league and one of the five best defensive players ever, probably.
1: So Who's singing the anthem, do you know?
0: Um, no. I actually don't know.
1: Let me check this right now.
0: I I was going on um I went on a website just to look at some of the prop bets. Some of the prop bets for this is hilarious. They always have good ones. It was one Mickey Guyan.
1: Who the fuck's Mickey Guyan? I don't know who the fuck this is.
0: <laughs> one of them was uh, is Mary J Blige going to be showing cleavage or not? <laughs> which, <laughs> which was hilarious to me. Mary
1: J, I'm interested to see what she has for her set. I'm real interested. I'm most looking forward to. I think Dray Snoop doing Still Dre. Oh
0: yeah, that was an, th- that was another one. Uh, what what do you think the first song is going to be?
1: Oh shit, that's a good question. I would assume Dray Snoop opened it. You think? I would assume. I'm trying to think. I bet Eminem closes it. I think it'll be Dre and Snoop in the beginning into a Kendrick set. Damn, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, and then they fit Mary in after that because it's weird how how Mary J is in that. She's not even an aftermath artist. I don't believe anyway. I don't think she ever was. She's a New York artist. Mm -hmm. She doesn't really fit. I mean, I love Mary J, but I don't know how she fits with a West Coast and a Midwest rapper. You know what I mean? It feels like they should have got somebody else it just doesn't fit with you know their music but yeah, no i don't i think I, I yeah i think it, it Snoop and gray what was the question what song do they open
0: with yeah what do you think what song do you think that opens up
1: i hope it's nothing but a g thing that's that's the first one that comes to my head if it's dre and snoop um yeah. i could see the next episode too
0: mm-hmm. i
1: hope it's nothing but a g thing but i don't know it depends who they're catering to you know what i mean but do you,
0: do you think forgot about dre ever comes out
1: of course it does. Yeah, they got Dre and Eminem. Well, doing no, I, I, was, I
0: was making sure I wasn't sure if they were going to be doing uh, the one that Skylar Grace featured. I need a doctor.
1: <laughs> I don't think they'll be doing that
0: one. <laughs> <last year. laughs>
1: I don't know. I'd what. be
0: so disappointed.
1: I've I never need met a anybody. I've never met anybody in my life in my life <laughs> that said. Oh yeah, I got Skylar Gray's album. Oh, have you heard <laughs> Skylar Gray? Never met anybody, male or female, in my life who said that. In my life. <laughs> not one. But no. yeah, I don't know. Hopefully she does not make an appearance. I don't want to shit on her. I'm just not a fan of her music. And I've just again I've never heard anybody <laughs> in my life. Like if anybody does know a Skylar Gray fan, please like inform, get my DMs and in, like show in, me who this person me. is. Yeah, like, I would love I'd to know
0: fun. this person. Love to meet them. Honestly, um, I what didn't do you
1: think th- the first song is? What do you think of the first song? You think it's oh. "Forgot About Dre"?
0: No, I think it's. It has to be nothing but a G thing. You would think it's, it's, it's L A. One, two, three, gotta, into the
1: four. Like you, like. Or gin and juice. I could see Snoop getting the party star with gin and juice. Mm. I can see that.
0: No, see, I, just, I just. I think nothing but a G thing just fits too much.
1: I tell you what, the Rams are not losing it. Ooh, two, I don't three, care what the three, score three, is. If Snoop and Dre come out to nothing but a G thing or still Dre, that shit will go off. I can't wait to see still Da-da-da-da. Dre.
0: The... <laughs> oh no.
1: That next episode.
0: No, no, I'm just thinking. I'm just going through songs. In going my, my head. I'm going. I'm just that. going through songs in my head right now. Kendrick better come out to DNA or a new one. Who do you, who do you think? Actually, no, Kendrick's going like... to come off something from Good Kid, Mad City.
1: There's he's Ty got Crips, uh, He's got to
0: come, he's come out to Mad City or something along the or. Since DNA would fit too, I got loyalty and royalty inside and my DNA, Like that would fit too.
1: He'll probably. I could see him come out with humble too. He'll definitely. Who knows?
0: I hope, even though
1: he'll definitely slow it down and go swim the pools at some point. He'll pull that random that song out.
0: I wouldn't be mad at it. First off, I hope, even though it literally isn't. Obviously, feel like it's featuring it's Jay-Z. I would love to hear M's verse on Renegade. Like, I would just see, I'd love to hear that M. I, me, personally. Imagine if they brought
1: Jay-Z out. I was just about to ask you, who do you think, because they always bring someone random out. Who do you think they bring out as, like, a special oh. guest?
0: Do
1: you think it's Jay-Z? If there would be anybody to bring out Jay-Z, Jay-Z. it would be someone of that caliber, like yeah. Grant Snoop, and That M.
0: would fit so well.
1: Then Mary J makes a little more sense there, yeah. I guess, as a York artist.
0: That would make so, that would be so. I hope they bring out Jay Z, or if uh, they bring out
1: a Tupac hologram.
0: Oh, I was about to say, do you think they could open up with California Love?
1: They'll definitely do California Love at some point.
0: I think it's almost criminal if they don't.
1: You can't open up with it, but... <laughs> That's fair, yeah, you, you can't open up, but love, I, honestly,
0: I honestly think it's criminal if you don't do California Love, because I feel like that song was made for this
1: moment. Or for the conspiracy theorists who think Pac's alive, they bring back Pac from wherever the fuck he is, to according to these conspiracy theorists, and, you know, he makes his uh, reappearance, his resurrection, if you will... That would be wild. That would be an all. That would be number one on any Super Bowl list forever. Well, Nothing's
0: yeah. Well, if yeah, I mean, hypothetically, if, if hypothetically, <laughs> Tupac, for all this time, has just been away on an island somewhere randomly, and then out of nowhere, he comes out at the Super Bowl.
1: They open California Love, as they say. They As o- you said.
0: open up with California and Tupac. Well, let me welcome everybody to the way. Where did he come from? <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what have you been doing, Tupac, buddy? I would also. <laughs> what have you been up be happy to? With
1: that, I'd be happy with that. Same opening if it's a Tupac hologram. They've already done the hologram at Coachella back in the day. That was like ten years ago now, probably. Yeah. But yeah, that would be wild. But yeah, I think back to the original question. I think it's nothing but a G thing. You think it's you think it's the same?
0: Yeah, I I think it just makes too much sense. I, I, it I mean, makes I mean, obviously he does like obviously he could come up with like eight different songs and it would be fine. But I just think nothing but a G thing makes way too much sense.
1: And who would who's your actual pick for who they bring out for because it's oh. gonna be fan family. unless you do think it's Jay Z. I don't think it will be. Not, Kobe. not, from,
0: not from what Jay Z said about the Super Bowl. But if anyone,
1: uh, Cause I think he works with the NFL too a little bit. Jay. Uh,
0: man! Oh man! I hope it's Jay. I have no, honestly, I don't know. I really just hope it. I hope it's Jay Z. I would love, I would love for Jay Z and Eminem to go back and forth on Renegade. Like that just feels so fitting. I don't know. <laughs> Oh God, give me some more time to think about it 'cause I other California artists like YG came to my head for a second, but
1: I'm gonna give you an obvious one. Yeah. Fifty.
0: Oh man. 50. Oh, oh man. Oh man. What what song would you want to hear from him?
1: Well to open up. He'd only do one or two, I'm assuming. He'd probably he'd do in the clubs what he'd do which would be should be expected. I mean, that's his biggest song. I wouldn't mind P.I.M.P. Uh, yeah, him and Snoop, they could do that. They could do a verse. That's, that's probably the two they would give him. I bet he would do it In The Club, and then he'd do P.I.M.P. into another Snoop song, into, into whatever. Uh, me, personally, I would love if he did What Up Gangsta, you know? Mm-hmm. Open up with the two quarters, come out to What Up Gangsta, that shit would be crazy. But they're not, you know, it's not a New York Super Bowl. Yeah. It's an L.A. one. Well, he would definitely do it In The Club, and that would, that would be a classic moment. Just to have all that hip hop royalty up there.
0: Oh, I lied. I, mean, I lied. I lied. I lied. I lied. I have my person. Who I think is coming out, and I think it's gonna be Ice oops. Cube.
1: Oh, I thought you're gonna say Ray J. No. Ice Cube, though. <laughs> Ice Cube. I could definitely see Cube. That makes sense, obviously. Yeah.
0: You think if he mean he's straight a... out of Compton, like
1: Ice Cube's definitely got to make an appearance, even though he's a Raiders fan. Yeah, Ice Cube. Yeah, but I think know, it'll be Ice Cube and Fifty. I think both come out. That's a good prediction. A safe. Both are safe predictions, but those were two I would like to see. Well, give some cue you... with some Mary J, Eminem, Kendrick. That will be dope super E forty comes out. So yeah, usually I'll... do what? Yeah, <laughs> keep it Bay Area. If they got E forty out there, what? It usually goes like a half hour, right? The uh, halftime show. Yeah, roughly. it's anywhere
0: from like fifteen to twenty ish minutes, roughly around there. Like because like, the halftime because halftime's around like forty. Or like roughly around there, forty to forty-five. But like half times usually like twenty. So if I mean if you did that, because obviously they don't do the whole song, you could get through about four, like thirteen songs probably, depending if depending mm-hmm. what artist you do and you do different verses of them. <sighs> yeah, yeah no. it looks like they run
1: about. Looks like they run about fifteen minutes. It feels like they run longer than that. Yeah, but yeah historically they're about fifteen.
0: About 15 At minutes. At most,
1: 18. Oh, God. So, yeah, we'll see what they fit in there. Maybe they don't get... Yeah, but they still do get 50 and Cube in there. Because you could you fit them in with... You could just get a verse from each have. of them.
0: You could just get, a, like... Like, 50 could have, like, song, and then, like, Ice Cube could just have, like, a verse. You know?
1: I'll say this. If That's they cool. do this the right way, or if they do this, you know, they keep it, which they're going to have to, in constant rotation, there's a chance this could just straight up be the greatest... Super Bowl halftime show of all time. I'm gonna say that right now. There's a chance that Dre mm-hmm. Snoop, Eminem, mm-hmm. potentially fifty, definitely Kendrick, definitely Mary J. There's a possibility they give Ooh, you. I wonder if they the could
0: ca- it's not as popular of a song, but the recipe would make sense.
1: Yeah, they would never probably do that. See,
0: it would make sense just because Dre's actually featured in it. It would make sense. And it's in LA. Oh, also Anderson .Paak could come out too. Especially with him being, like, especially with him being relevant, obviously like he's worked with Drake many times, so like that—that's a possibility too. If they wanted to shut everything down, they could just bring out Drake. Like if you're going fandom wise, <laughs> like if they wanted to just shut everything down, they could just bring out Drake because no one would expect it, but it, everyone would die. Like the mainstream people would be, oh my god, Drake's on the stage.
1: And then everyone. Well, I mean, I think these. Are, I think every one of these artists is pretty mainstream. Well, though, no, no, so. no. I
0: meant by mainstream. I meant like, obviously, like, Dre, today's, like today's like the today's people who are like 18 years old. Like they know who Snoop is, but they really may not know his music. They know who um, Eminem and obviously Kendrick are going to be the two that are really prominent to them because they still make a lot
1: of music to today, but. There's probably not a more famous rapper than Snoop. Snoop, everyone knows who Snoop is. They know so. who he is,
0: but I'm saying they don't really know like a lot of his music. That's what that's more so what I mean. Like they know who he is, though.
1: So. Know his face, though.
0: I was to say he's definitely he's recognizable for sure. I'm not trying to even say he's not recognizable. Everyone because you see him on Sprite commercials, you see him on. Doing whatever he was, cooking, cooking. With was like cooking with Martha Stewart, like you see his face. But when you think like when you're young and you think of Snoop Dogg, you think of weed. I guess like that's just me. <laughs> I'm being like, me, be I don't whatever
1: whatever random ass shows he's doing. Just, done just on. Like, he's got random a and weed, and he then a sports from... show on Peacock too.
0: Mm-hmm. But like obviously, like me, I mean being older and me actually listening to a lot of hip hop, when I think of Snoop Dogg, I think of the '90s. I think of very good artist, so, so it's was gonna say a little different for like the younger generation to actually like hear music wise, but if they saw Drake, it'd be like, oh my goodness gracious!
1: so you got? We each got the Rams scoring thirty-one. You got the Bengals with twenty-seven. A touchdown more than me. I got thirty-one twenty. Yeah, 30, think, Evan Keenan's got. What do you think about uh, you know, the trade deadlines tomorrow four o'clock? My favorite or one of my favorite times of year. By the way, normally this would be All Star Weekend, but yeah, weekend? All Star Weekend gets pushed back a week.
0: Oh, uh, we can talk. We're gonna talk about this more when it gets to it. I'm not really feeling all of the people in the All Star Weekend, like the who's in the dunk contest.
1: I saw the three point contest.
0: Juan Descoto Anderson's in it. That's, that's right.
1: There's you, which is random as fuck. They always. I feel like every couple of years pretty consistently actually we'll have one who you're like what the hell is this guy doing in here and he'd never like that time serge Baca was in it
0: yeah serge abaca actually dunked from the free throw line but behind the free throw line for like the first time <laughs> yeah, ever he, broke, but, he had and, the best free and throw that line was, dunk ever. and that was and that like, <laughs> was slept on like, no one cared about it it was like uh ah, whatever we don't really care that, about you
1: was that the same was that the same one as blake griffin
0: oh i can't remember which one that was 2011 yeah that was the blake griffin show
1: okay so yeah everyone was like whatever yeah but no, okay. so it's one let me see let me see if i can find the uh, it's Juan hey.
0: toscano anderson i'm looking at it now Jalen green cole anthony oh, and Obie toppin
1: yeah Jalen green should win that going away i mean yeah. i don't know but he OB should top. that's a pretty weak dumb contest actually
0: yeah no, that, no that's what i looked at it
1: like just, I need John Moran the dunk contest at some point. I know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the three-point contest <laughs> is Fred Van Vliet, Desmond Bain, Luke Kennard, Zach Levine, CJ McCollum, Patty Mills, Carl Anthony Towns, and Trey Young.
1: I like that. I like that lineup. I wish there was a Splash Brother in there. I feel like they should always represent. I feel like, I, feel Clay, like
0: I, I. wish Clay would have done it. It would be nice to see Clay back. You know what I mean? It really would. Like it, I feel like Clay fits it. Like regardless, because I don't, I'm not even sure if he would win it. I mean, obviously he could, but like he still needs to still catch his rhythm, but it's also Clay Thompson and he can get white hot whenever. So he, he won, won it last year, Steph.
1: That's right. Really on good. the
0: game winner. I'm uh, game Damn, winner. Yeah, so he
1: didn't, he's not even defending his crown. He's... No,
0: he, I was gonna say, because he won on the uh, shot in the corner. Like he literally, he needed to make five out of six and then he had to make his last four and he made his last four. So that yeah. was actually like a fun one.
1: But going, do you- it. UFC styles going on interim champ this year. I guess maybe yeah. we will defend it next year.
0: And then the skills competition is Team Antentakumpo, Team Cavs, and Team
1: Rooks. They need to get the they need to get that away. So There's no need for them to have the skills competition. They used to have four competitions on the night, I believe. And now it's only three.
0: Yeah, because they, they used to have to s- like
1: the hot shot thing. They, yeah, which which also boring stuff. I
0: I didn't actually mind it. I it
1: was like a little precursor. It was yeah,
0: just unnecessary. See, it just it felt like. It just reminded me that All Star Weekend was here. That's why I kind of liked it. Like, it right. just was like, oh, okay, so you just have people shooting here, here, and then. So that's why I liked it. But that was when I also liked the skills challenge because it seemed like athletes actually took it serious, like the mid to late 2000s. When, like, Steve Nash did it. And then At Wade, least a little then, more
1: serious than how they take it now.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say cool because wait because there was a time frame to it, and I know Wade because Wade beat the all time record, and then there was something. Like, but it felt like competitive through that time.
1: He said Wade beat the all time record, like it was like a, a, a big record. No, it, no,
0: it's not. <laughs> he beat the record for it. Sorry, I said the all time record like it was. He be- hope, Wade beat. I hope him, in Wade. his Hall
1: of Fame speech, like that's one of the things he says. He was like, you know. I'm an NBA champion, All Star. You know, multiple times over All NBA. But you know, one of my favorite accomplishments is when I had the what all time record for the skills (laughs) for the
0: quickest for the (laughs) going to the best time world record for the best time at the skills. Um, I'll say this
1: about the NBA. Sorry, go ahead, and then I'll get to my. (laughs) Oh no,
0: no, no! My thing is completely random. (laughs) So you go on because you're staying on topic.
1: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Oh, all I was gonna, all literally, I was talking even about a different sport. I just was thinking about it the other day, and if Tom Brady stays retired, this is gonna be a really good class because it's gonna be Big Ben and Tom Brady in it. That's all I was gonna say. But go oh, that on. will
1: that will be a good Hall of Fame class. I didn't even think of that
0: because there, there's probably gonna be someone. There may be someone else in it that we see too. Because you never know if like Eli or Philip Rivers or someone else could possibly be in it too, depending because they may not all be first ballot. So
1: yeah, don't ever. But I'm not don't ever mentioned Eli in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Listen,
0: I don't, I don't think I will I mean, never,
1: I'll never subscribe to that. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. He's fam. just got two rings to his name. No, I'm, not, I'm not, even going to get in the whole. Conversation oh, trust me, again. I don't but think I he's a Hall of you.
0: Famer. I don't, like, I, VN, I don't, don't think he's a Hall of Famer at all. You take away those two Super Bowl runs, he is a mid-level quarterback, like just 16th best quarterback throughout his entire career. Like that's not a Hall of Famer. But you can go on with what you're saying.
1: I was gonna say, you know, to the forgettable, you know, like the skills competition, the the hot spot competition, whatever it was to the forgettable competitions on All Star Weekend, and even like the rookie game. Now that's a little, I don't know. It's what do you think of it? What do you think of the rookie game? Before I get to my point,
0: um, I, I do you feel think like it's,
1: stay the same. Like, do you find it exciting? Like, why do you feel? I
0: bad? like it. I don't love it, like the the rookie game I used to look forward so much to all star weekend, like I love all star weekend still because it's still stars coming out, and the all star game has came back and made a resurgence and made a resurgence, but I used to love every part like I used to always watch the celebrity game'cause I love because that was fun um, I used to love the celebrity game, I used to love the Uh, Obviously, Friday nights—the rookie versus sophomore game—which is okay now, but it's just like, eh. I don't know. It's all solid, but it's not as good as it once was.
1: Yeah, I feel like as long as Saturday night has stars, it's good. You know what I mean? But like on a on a weekend like this, when you're already looking at it, like all right, Juan Toscano-Anderson, Cloant—you know what I mean? It's a mid-tier. Yeah, no, that's that's the thing. Three-point contest is good. Three-point contest can always be good, but. you know, the NBA, they want to... I think they want to add even to the playing games now. So they they want to give chances to teams who technically shouldn't even be in. You know what I mean? Like, it should be, like most sports, if you're in the, the uh, designated spot, in the NBA's case, that first eight, mm-hmm. you should probably just make the playoffs. Granted, it's had success, and I get why. All that. But if you're going to get put money into games to teams that don't matter, give us a fucking one-on-one competition to start off the night. A like, one-on-one or
0: even hell? the three on three or something like yes yes
1: give us some some sort of competition something that we can really identify if we say like oh shit such and such is a good who might not be you know a great you know stats wise player this or that or an all star but shit such and such is a good one on one player you know what I mean like that kind of thing Mm mm-hmm Give us yeah, that. like not. I guarantee you, you would have players left and right sign up for a one-on-one competition.
0: Yeah, and even then... And if then, they
1: were, not the ones who were there would want to be there. You know what I mean? So they'd go at it. But yeah, something, whether it's one-on-one, 3 or 3 two-on-two, I'll take anything. But yeah, I don't I think, know.
0: I would love a, like a one-on-one would just be fun because even then someone like Carmelo Anthony would be fun to just watch him I, along. Exactly. Along. Like, and I he doesn't have to, and obviously, and obviously he's not an all-star still. Or even, like, Joe Johnson. Like, he's not in the, but, like, Joe Johnson, like, when he was in his last leg. Because there's still I just... I was taking
1: w- old-timers 3-on-3 game at this point, Yeah, too. like, I if you got
0: A- like AI, T-Mac, Chauncey, like, people who are still in there, like, playing... Jerry West. Jerry... <laughs> Jerry West. <laughs> but like That's if, what I want. But like, if you just had those type of players actually doing it, it would be so interesting, and I would love it. Because I, I, and it wouldn't even matter if it wasn't like great players, like at that point, like it doesn't. That's what happen. I'm
1: saying. Like whoever's there is gonna play if like, they're in that hypothetical Like Terry situation. Rozier.
0: Like I'm fine with Terry Rozier playing one on one. Like that is That's interesting to me. That's more interesting than whatever like people just lollygagging around because then it's one-on-one and your pride's on the line so people just don't then people aren't going to just let that go
1: we'll get back to the all-star game next week for sure because i definitely have more thoughts on that for sure i don't know how we got there but back to the original point of the nba trade trade deadline what do you feel there's always already been some pretty Good moves for early in the week. You usually not want to see moves like that before the deadline. You know what I mean? Those mm. are pretty. You know, Karis Lavar going to the Cavs. Uh, obviously, the Tyrese Halliburton for uh, Sabonis. That's pretty much the center of that trade. Buddy Heald also going to the Pacers. Yeah, that was a, I'll get the full trades up here in a sec. But, they're gonna uh,
0: have to move one of them. I don't think Buddy Heald's gonna be there long term. I think obviously you he's think gonna be he's getting moved again tomorrow. I don't I think he'll be moved after the season. I don't think he has to move him tomorrow because of the injury to Malcolm Brogdon, but I don't see a backcourt of Malcolm Brogdon, Halliburton, and healed. I feel like that's just I feel like I mean they're obviously different players, but I just feel you would move off of one of them. And I feel like I feel like would I would be- take
1: that back for all day tomorrow if that was my squad. I would take I would take the threesome of Oh, was well, it Brogdon? Brogdon. Uh, Brogdon, Halliburton, and and Halliburton.
0: And I just feel like they're going to move off of field to drag to get something else. That's all.
1: I don't know about that. I don't I don't think they would trade for him if that was the case. You you don't find shooters like Buddy Hield on top of the talent that Halliburton is, and then possibly Brogdon. I don't know. I feel like that's any team would be lucky to have that, you know, three guard set anywhere you slice. So obviously, they're not starting, but one of those guys is just six men. I don't know. That's the beginning of something really good for the Pacers who are trying to blow it up. They'll probably get rid of Turner, whether it's tomorrow. Definitely by the end of the season. Is he a free agent going to next season? He's um, still on his extension.
0: I'm not 100% sure, to be honest with you. I really don't know.
1: And they got Rubio with the uh, Karras-Levert deal, so they get rid of Karras-Levert. was not expecting this. They get a first-round draft pick, two second-round picks, one of them 2027, 20, and Rubio, who was playing Borderline, like, an all-star this year before he we went down with a torn ACL. Uh, so, I don't know. I kind of – it seemed like they are going to give up Sabonis and Turner anyway for what they got back. I don't know. If you're a Pacers fan, I'm happy. If I'm a Kings fan, I'm a little confused, which, you know, that's that's pretty much the case for Kings fans anyway.
0: I don't – see, I would have tried to keep Sabonis. I got to pair him with Halliburton.
1: I agree. I, that's someone that, I would want to that, trade, but no, they that's, seem like
0: I got conf- That's why I don't get what the Pacers are fully doing. Because I would have kept like I. I don't know why you're moving Sabonis. I felt like he, not that he's a completely untradeable piece, like I absolutely not trading him for nothing, but like he's really, really good. And if you could compare, if you could pair that with a young guard that has the upside of Halliburton, I feel like that would have been the ultimate move, and then you're moving in the right direction and you're still staying young and you can rebuild too off of that.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I guess they didn't want him part of the rebuild. I feel like they get something. Um, Looks like they just want to go guard base because, they, you know, they've had the, I don't know if you want to call them Twin Towers, but they had the Sabonis Turner front. Guess it didn't work. Guess Carlisle wants to go more guard-heavy. Be interesting to see what they do get for bigs going forward or if they just stick with Miles Turner and kind of keep him around. For the long term. Who knows? The East. You never really know what it's going to be year to year. Mm-hmm. This could be a competing team next year. Uh, so the other trade, Pacers trade to the Kings, the full trade would be Jeremy Lamb, Justin Holiday, and a second round pick going to the Kings. Pacers gave return, Halliburton, Buddy Healed, and Tristan Thompson's expiring contract. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm really interested to see the Kings really, just because that's it's smarter than to get Sabonis because, like you said, he's a great player. He can do a lot.
0: Yeah, you have Fox, uh, you have was, Fox is I, a bonus now, and so that's like those are pieces to work around.
1: I'm a big De'Aaron Fox fan. Like I've been a fan of him since Kentucky, and uh, I, I thought he was the one they were moving for sure. I thought they were going to keep Halliburton, especially the stretch he went on with Fox out. So you kind of got a glimpse of what that future might look like, and they still traded him. Tyrese Halliburton was shocked by it too. It Seems like most people were shocked by it. But, yeah, uh,
0: no, I he's twenty one years old. He, he's a two thousands kid. <laughs>
1: right. <And laughs> I like think he's, uh,
0: like he's that young, he's a two thousands kid. It's weird to move on uh, that early.
1: The Kings just have such a weird roster and such a weird mix. I'm interested to see what this team looks like going into the twenty twenty three season. And also because I mean not I, that if this matters. Fox was here. If you told me sorry, if you told me Fox here. wasn't here going into next season, I'd believe that too. And they just build around Sabonis and whoever. Like you just never know. With this Kings franchise in their front office, I completely
0: really agree. And I was to say, not that it matters as much as in basketball as it does in, like, say, football or baseball, but they're also mm-hmm. in the toughest con- or division in basketball, which doesn't help Mist- either. Because they have, I mean, they see Golden State four times a year, the Lakers four times a year, Phoenix four times a year, and the Clippers four times a year. So, like, that doesn't help either.
1: Yeah, and they were they were a bubble team last year, if I believe. They're always kind of floating in that in that
0: ballpark yeah they're always (laughs) around there which is hard because you don't always you don't always get like the number one pick so you're always dealing with like not being great but getting like the eighth pick so it's harder i mean not that the number one pick is the most coveted thing in the entire world but you have enough but it's just not not always the greatest and also now they have marvin bagley and sabonis together that's very redundant. Which I just thought about. Enough, yeah, they, they
1: just got a weird mix all I just around. Thought I I'm just interested f- to see if they move you know, two or three or four more players tomorrow. Do you think we get a lot of movement oh, tomorrow?
0: They they must. They also have Rashawn Holmes. Like, they yep. like one of them, cause, and they all play. So one of He's them's He's been out with injury, too. Like, like, I was gonna say, they have Sabonis, Holmes, and Bagley. And then another forward, obviously, in Harrison Barnes that plays... And then they have Alex. I mean, Alex then doesn't really play. But, yeah, no, they've got to make another move by tomorrow. Like, that just – Bagley, Holmes, and Sabonis are too good not to just play, but they all are redundant. Like, they, you don't need all three of them. And obviously, you're not moving you, Sabonis, so I would move Bagley.
1: Do you think we see a lot of movement tomorrow? Do you think we see an active um, deadline?
0: Um, I think so because I feel a lot of teams need stuff. Like this isn't one of those year... Oh,
1: teams always need stuff. Well, no, teams, this... teams always need players.
0: Oh, for sure, but no, I just feel like this isn't one of those year. This feels like one of those years where a lot of teams feel like they're a piece away from like really like cuz like if you look at the if you look at the East, there's no to me there's no definitive team that actually is like on top of like on top Like in the West, it's Phoenix, it's Golden State, and then looking up at them is Memphis, and then the rest are kind of fighting to try to find their identity. But like the Mavericks can make a move, the Nuggets can make a move, like things like that. But then in the East, you have the Sixers who are riding on Joel Embiid's back right now and working their way up. Obviously, they have they have Maxi, they have Curry, they have. Um,
1: they are a th- there are Ben Simmons trade away from competing. Yeah, there are so ben,
0: ben Simmons away trade away from a like a legitimate legitimate shot at a title. You've got the Heat who or I, a Ben
1: or a Ben Simmons away, but he doesn't want to yeah.
0: play. And then you got the Heat, who I don't think will probably make a move. I don't think they'll make another move. Um, I don't yeah, see. They're I probably on the buyout market. Yeah, I, I would the say they're, they're on the buyout, buyout market, like a veteran. I could see. I don't see. I don't think they really could move anything right now. Like some because everything that they could move, they want to keep. Um, then you have the Bulls who have already. They're on the. I think they're the buyout market as well because I don't see them. There. There's been talks about Jerry and Grant. There's been talks a little bit about Schroeder, too. I could see. I can see Boston making a move. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, move, I can I think see. making at the
1: for uh, Boston is Schroeder for Divincenzo, which I like for both teams. Mm-hmm. I like that for both teams. I feel like at this point, regardless if that move's made, I feel like it's the Bucks' conference to lose. Like yeah, they, oh still, yeah, they're
0: definitely the best team in it, but like it doesn't. I don't know. Sometimes they don't feel head and shoulders better than everybody.
1: They don't need to be though. They're taking the uh, they're taking the regular season not as serious as they used to. You know they. This is a team that usually gets sixty to sixty-five wins. They even had a sixty-six win season, right? Um, uh, they I feel 16, like,
0: twenty-two. I don't, I don't know about that one. But go on.
1: I feel like they. Uh, I feel like they just kind of want to get home court. And at, you know, at the end of the day, they got Giannis. They got the rest of the crew. If they stay healthy. You know, it should be them in Brooklyn in the conference finals. And of course, you know, who the hell knows what's going to happen to Brooklyn if this. Let me ask you this. Does Simmons and Harden, does that trade go through tomorrow? It's going down one way or another. I hope, I, I, I want it summer, summer. to.
0: I want it to. I love it's big moves. That would be I, great. I love big moves. I want it to happen so bad.
1: Especially those two teams. If Harden quits on the Nets after one year. I
0: know. I know. Isn't that? I know. Um, obviously Westbrook should get moved, but you can't move him because his contract Not Unless it's like
1: a five team trade. It's
0: a five team trade or it's just straight up for John Wall, which I feel is pointless. <laughs> the Rockets are like I don't think the Rockets really want him back because they got rid of him. Like I don't think they want him back. And then supposedly they're open to it. But it makes no sense to me. And then on the other hand, like you're getting Westbrook for Wall, like there's not much of a difference there right now. I guess for Wall, is I it's I a think, mentality thing? Like, of um, he's just a safer with the ball and things of that nature. So that probably you're probably upgrading with John Wall, honestly, right now with how Westbrook's been playing. But
1: yeah, I think every single Lakers fan would take John Wall. The the Westbrook hate is it's reasonable <laughs> on their end, but I've never seen a team. I've, I've
0: own never fan seen base
1: a, hate on Russ the way they are. Like Lakers fans. Hate Russ. They're booing him after everything negative he does during a game, like it's rough for him out there. In his home city too. I've, I've never seen a
0: player get this much hate throughout a year. Like I can't remember an NBA player getting this much hate every night over a year. Like obviously, like like LeBron obviously had hate everywhere he went to after the decision. But he's so good that you were like, ah man, <laughs> like, you couldn't just hate on his game. Like everyone's hating on his game. He's me like, he's trending on Twitter. He's full <laughs> memes. Like ev like I, every sports shows just doing. Every, every debate shows literally has Westbrook every day. I know Skip loves to go through, I mean, this is just Skip, obviously, loves to go through his uh, Westbrook bloopers of the day, which is basically just his turnovers or his misses that are terrible. Like I've never seen a player get this ridiculed on every platform as much as Westbrook throughout a season, especially a regular season.
1: He's easily the most polarizing player of his era besides LeBron, like,
0: and he's trying to make a case, I was going to say, he's trying to make a case he's more polarizing than LeBron right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously, it's, a, LeBron, it's LeBron, but you know what I mean.
1: There's a, Yeah, because LeBron, it's either you love him or you hate him kind of thing, especially now at this point in his career. Yeah. But overall, Westbrook's right there, which is tough because LeBron's like easily the most polarizing the of brother. my lifetime. You know what I mean? Mm. Jordan's obviously the most famous, but and he is polarizing in a different way than LeBron. But LeBron is such a... Either or thing, it's the same thing with Westbrook. You don't ever find anybody who's in between. Either you love Westbrook and what he does for your squad, or you fucking think that guy is the most overrated player in the league. And depending on the day, especially now, you're probably on the uh, on the overrated end. But you know, depending on the day, in his prime, you never know what you could get. You could find right on both sides, depending on the game, depending on the playoff series, depending on the point in the game. Yeah, certainly for sure never seen anything like it. I really haven't.
0: I haven't either. I really haven't
1: either. But you do... So you didn't give me a defendant. You said you hope it happens. Do you think it actually happens tomorrow? Or is it happening in the summer? I
0: think... I, I think it's happening tomorrow.
1: I, I think I agree. I think I, I agree. I
0: think it's dumb not to. Like, they both have legitimate... Their best chance at winning is doing that for both teams.
1: I just can't believe... I mean, I guess I should because I've always kind of I mean, we've seen Harden do this. He kind of just gives up, and the going gets tough. But not even make it. I don't see why he wouldn't at least just try it throughout the year. You know, what I mean, they're gonna get some games of Kyrie. Ralph's gonna get KD back at some point. Like they could very well get to the finals this year. I don't know about winning a ring. They could certainly get to the finals. Even that would be a tough task. The way it's going, it's nothing but trauma there in Brooklyn.
0: Oh, for but- sure. I mean, in Kyrie being in and out, like if I mean. If this still happens, Kyrie for a series is going to be there either three or four games every series.
1: And that's another thing like I wonder Unless depending
0: if, on this on the city.
1: I wonder if they, you know, try to get a five seed and lower. You know, obviously try not to get playoff play in game, but I wonder if they try to get a road matchup, you know, a lesser seed, so they do have Kyrie in the case if it goes to a game seven, 'cause
0: that's actually kind I of mean, So That's strategically genius but hilarious at the same time that you have to think about, like, maybe we shouldn't win this game.
1: And it might just happen anyway with Durant being out, Kyrie, you know, game to game, and the way Harden's been playing this year, he's been so inconsistent. If they keep him, you very much, well, might end up with a six seed or something like that. Yeah, I mean,
0: the way Cleveland's playing right now, they're playing, like, unless they fall off, the way the Sixers are playing right now, and then I think the bold heat in Milwaukee – I think all three of those teams are going to be one of your, all three of them are going to be in the top four. Like I don't see any of them dropping out of the top four. I think that four- are,
1: what sorry, Cavs are another team who could if they make another trade tomorrow, they could be, you know really be contender status the way their young guys are playing. You know what I mean? They I don't think anybody expected to be a top four seed, but they're no, there. Like no. you said, they could really lock into it. No,
0: I didn't like and see you can move off of Kevin Love.
1: And get somebody,
0: and get somebody, and get somebody better. Obviously, maybe not specifically better, but you can get someone younger. Because like Kevin Love could help out a contending team. Either he could, but I, I could see also Kevin Love kind of being like what C.J. McCollum had. We haven't talked about that trade, but like just right. moving, moving to a random team. Like just I got like, one for
1: you, Kevin. Kevin Love for Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward goes to the Cavs.
0: I could see that. See, I could see. Be, where Hayward
1: becomes the, uh, you know, kind of de facto, I don't want to say point guard, but floor general.
0: He becomes Dominion LeBron, like that I've always called him. <laughs> 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 but, no, like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, and that would make, that would help, too. And you have, and you have now a late game score. Yeah, I mean, not that they don't, like, Garland's good, but, like, now you have a guy who has been in <laughs> big spots before who has been the best player on a playoff team. And we'll make and can make big shots if need be. I, I that trade would work. That trade would I wonder
1: if work. we see Dame again this year. No. I wonder if he sits out the rest of the year.
0: No, I wouldn't I wouldn't come back. There's no <laughs> yeah, need there's going. no need. It's not like you're going to do anything this year. Like the best you can do is a first round exit. Like there's no there's no point of you coming back this year.
1: Yeah, they're somehow in the playing game mix. I don't know how, but they are. Yeah,
0: I don't know either. But there's, again, there's there's no point for him to come back. I just rest it out this year and then try to get out.
1: Any bold prediction at all for tomorrow or for the Super Bowl? Give me one bold prediction for this whole weekend. Oh,
0: a bold prediction. This Thursday
1: to Sunday stretch, I should say.
0: Odell has two touchdowns and over 100 yards.
1: That's bold.
0: Yeah, for what he's been doing as of late, yeah, that would be very. And with Cooper, what do you mean?
1: I don't I'll see it as bold. I guess I don't know.
0: I guess I mean, are you expecting Odell to get two touchdowns and over a hundred yards?
1: I don't think I'd be surprised.
0: See, I, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a bolder statement just because of how they're using him. But anyways, I'll use a different one. <laughs> um, I guess that one's not good enough for Kyle.
1: Um <laughs> no, I am just, just saying it's I don't I would not be surprised if Odell catches two First of all like if he gets two deep balls you're close to 100 there if not over 100. And if you happen to get a score, you know, you get a you score on a deep one and then you get, you know, maybe a red zone touchdown or maybe a handoff or reverse.
0: I mean I, can see all I that mean happening. last I mean last game he had one over 100, and that was the first time he had done that in 35 <laughs> games. So, I mean, doing yeah. it back-to-back. Okay. Anyways. He seems
1: <laughs> more of a focus, I guess is my point, right. like, compared to the last few regular season games because he got there for like half the year.
0: Odell Beckham Jr. has a touchdown pass from over okay. 30 yards.
1: All right. I like that one. I like that one.
0: A touchdown pass for over 30 yards. It's not just a goal line one. It's actually going to be a little reverse, and Odell's going to – throw a dot
1: can't wait super bowl sunday we also got ufc 271 that's gonna be a good card adesanya versus robert whitaker israel adesanya versus robert Mm whitaker that'll be great that'll be great i can't wait to see that fight uh i'll do prediction right now i'll say izzy fifth round knockout over whitaker those are the top two middleweights number one challenger and robert whitaker uh you know, I don't know if you're actually going to be tuning in, but Whittaker can box a little bit, or he can box a lot. He's got hands. He's got a pretty well-rounded game, if we're talking about middleweight. And I know you've seen Israel Adesanya fights. I would say, if you are going to tune in, this is the absolute number one person in that division you'd want against him, in my opinion, from my novice UFC knowledge. Like He's very well-rounded. He's got, he's got knockout power. He's got skill. He's one of the greats in the middleweight division, is he's just As you've seen A freak athlete in the UFC So that's obviously a problem And he's got kicks for days But if that's my prediction Israel Addison on a fifth round knockout okay. Let's get out of here We've been talking a long time It's getting late
0: Warner Brothers Podcast Follow us on Warner Bro- uh, Follow us at Warner Brothers Podcast On Instagram Kyle it has been a pleasure
1: Have fun be safe out there y'all Have a good one Warner Brothers Podcast We are out of here